Hey everyone, welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're on episode 47 of the podcast. It's kind of crazy. We get into 50. We are so close we're, to 50. We're real close. We're getting there. Eventually. By the end of the beginning of football season, really, we should be right there. Mm-hmm. How appropriate. New season, 50 episodes. It's just meant to be. I feel like eventually we're just going to forget the number of episodes we're on. And we're just going to be like, it's episode 30, it's 40, episode 200. 37 to 58. And so when we hit that point, um, sorry, guys, continuity, all of that. I know we'll try to keep it up, but also I'll hold like, us together, guys. I have literally, it down. Chelsea carries the organization here. Anyways, um, let's just get straight into it here. So a little bit of news that we got. I mean, I don't really think this is like real like drama, but it is going to make for an interesting story. We have Miles Garrett who saying about Baker Mayfield, you know, they got to play each other week one. And Miles Garrett over here is just like, look, we don't have a rivalry and we don't have a rivalry between the Browns and Panthers. That's not a thing. And so I agree with Miles. I think I think he makes a good point in that there may not be a rivalry, right? There may not be this historical, you know, rivalry between the Panthers and Browns. There's not. But does this one mean a little bit more? I mean, you've got Baker Mayfield, your old quarterback, who definitely is not a fan of your organization right now, especially after, you know, they kind of said, all right, bye, shiny new toy for a quarterback. And so I I wonder, Chelsea, do you think the Browns find this game as a little bit of a big deal, a little bit more than they're putting on? Of course they do. I mean, come on. Of course they're going to play it down, but everyone knows how big of a deal this is. I mean, I think it will be... I mean, of course they're going to play it down, like you said. Teams aren't going to just try to find reasons to, you know, light a fire in other te- in other players and all of that. But I feel like on a personal level, especially at quarterback for Baker, this is a big game to him. He even said, I'm not going to be a robot. Like, he's... He was for real saying, like, this means a lot to him, as it would for probably anybody in his shoes. Look, I don't, I know this is kind of a side topic, but I think that players, I appreciate when players are not just like robots. I appreciate when they give like their actual feelings because I don't blame them for being robots at times because they know like the media is just going to blow it out of proportion and say that they mean something else, which is just a fault in. You know, I think the media we've got nowadays, but I do like it when, you know, you've got Baker saying, look, I'm not going to lie. Like this means something to him. Like he wants to play well. And I think once the game starts, it's going to be a fiery competitive game, at least between Baker and the Browns defense. I guess we'll see how the other side of the ball goes, but I don't know. I'm going to definitely tune into this game. And I think a lot of other people will too, but yeah, Chelsea, like, how much how much does this game mean to the Browns, you think? No, I mean, to say that this means nothing to the Browns is quite simply not true. I mean, the Browns did Baker Mayfield dirty. I mean, everyone knows this at this point. I posted about it on TikTok when the news dropped. It just it was just wrong of what they did 
to, you know, not want him and then say they weren't going to trade him. It's like, dude, if you if you don't want him, like, don't just hold him there against his will. Like, come on. But no, I mean, Miles Garrett saying this is probably just for show. Like, I'm sure the dude wants to play well against Baker Mayfield. And it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't especially happy with Baker either. So, I mean, yeah, to say that this means nothing is an understatement. I mean, this, to be quite honest, is probably going to be the most viewed Panthers game of the year, if we're being quite honest, just because of the competitiveness and the rivalry and everything. I mean, you knew that once Baker Mayfield got named the starter for the Panthers, that it means everything, at least to him. Now, you know, you can't really speak for the rest of the Panthers because they don't really have any connections to the Browns outside of Higgins, right? So Higgins used to play on the Browns, but like outside of that, like there's really not many connections between the Browns and Panthers. So it wouldn't surprise me if this game is just another game for everyone else, but you better believe that for Baker Mayfield, this is everything. Like the dude was rejected and kicked to the curb by the team that drafted him first overall, basically. And first week of the season, new team, you win the quarterback starting job. Like, yeah, you want to go out and perform. If he didn't want to go out and perform, I would be worried. So absolutely, this is a big game. The Browns are going to downplay it because they probably just don't want the drama. I mean, there's already enough drama on the Browns now as it is. The last thing that they need is more drama. So this is probably just Miles Garrett just trying to, you know, just (laughs) only deal with the drama that, you know, directly applies to him. But no, I mean, to say that this game doesn't mean anything to the Browns players as well simply isn't true. I mean, many of them played with Baker Mayfield for multiple years. I'm sure a lot of them are good friends with him. But, you know, once you get on the field and you put the the helmet on, like, not that friendships go out the window, but like you want to win. You know, people don't make it to the NFL for not being competitive. People make it to the NFL because they are the most competitive. So, yeah, your friends on the field, your friends off the field. But you mean NFL players talked about this before, like when they're on the field, they could be facing their best friend, but they want to win and they're going to do what they have to do to win. So I think this game is really a prime time matchup for the NFL that ended up working out like this. Like, you know, they're going to get mega views out of this. So it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if the Panthers lose and what kind of, uh, you know, comes back on Baker Mayfield because I would not want to be Baker Mayfield if I play badly this game or if it is my fault we lose. I would not want to be him. So, I mean, you better believe that this this is probably going to be the game he's prepping the most for in the whole year. So, (laughs) I mean, he's known he's had to play this game since he got to the team. You know, he was saying, you know, I'm not really looking to week one, which is fair. You know, he hadn't made the made the starting job yet at that point but now he is the official starter at this point in time and so i think this is this is a huge deal to him i mean he admitted that you know i I don't think it'll make or make or break his ear i i think if it did then panthers need a new quarterback because if one game makes or breaks your career unless it's the super bowl or a playoff game then you know what are you doing out there there's 16 other games to play but i do think that this game will be very at the very least incredibly interesting i mean deshaun's not playing um which i think would have driven up the nfl's uh viewership even higher obviously i don't think he should be playing which i mean i just think this whole thing is going to be interesting but can we just kind of note that 
I don't know if you guys think this or what the public opinion is of this, but I would really think I'm on the notion that the Browns are kind of the villains of the NFL this year. Like everywhere they I go, agree. everywhere they go, they're going to be booed, hissed, like have things thrown out on the field, signs everywhere. And especially when Deshaun comes back from suspension and when he comes back to play Houston, I mean, that is going to be like, I, I just, I think aside from their home games, which I think even some of their home games, they might have a little bit of hostility just because of everything that's gone on. But I really do believe that you know, I, I think the Browns players were saying, well, you get booed at any NFL stadium. You get booed anytime you're away. Um, and I can agree to that unless you're like the Pittsburgh Steelers playing in Jacksonville, then like, you know, you're going to you'll have plenty of applause because let's be real. Steelers fans are everywhere. Um, but I I really think the Browns are kind of the villains of the NFL this year. I think everywhere they go, it's going to be an incredibly harsh environment. Um, and to be honest, does every player on that team deserve that? No, not really. Um, they don't, but their organization made decisions and that's, what's going to happen. That's the repercussions of what happens. Um, I know some people say, well, if they win a Super Bowl, it will be forgotten and maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know, but I think this year it's really going to test some of these players. They're going to be called a lot of names, booed a lot and, have a lot of things said about them. They already have, literally. I mean, remember that preseason game Deshaun played in against Jacksonville? Like, he already has, like, chance on him. Yes, it's especially going to be targeted at Deshaun. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's going to be at, like, you know, you know, sub-player number 31 who's just coming in just for a, a down or two. But I don't know. I think we'll really see the Browns' mentality here this season. And it, that will at least be entertaining. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you do feel bad for the players that don't deserve that at all. Like Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league. He doesn't deserve to be booed or hissed at or cursed at. I mean, the dude's a stud. Or like Kevin Stefanski, their head coach. Like he didn't make the decision to bring Deshaun in. Like, he didn't have anything to do with him getting suspended for as long or short as he did. Like, he's just the coach, you know? So you know that people are going to give him flack, and it's really not his fault at all. I mean, he's literally just working with what the front office gave him. So you do feel bad. Like, Amari Cooper, dude from comes from the Cowboys, who are like the most loved franchise in the league, coming to the Browns, where he's probably going to get screamed at every game just for... I was going to say putting on their their logo, but they don't really have a logo because they're just brown. So, you know, for putting their helmet on, like, you know, he doesn't deserve that. But, you know, I will say, like, people always say, like, oh, like, they'll win a Super Bowl and they'll forget about it. Or, oh, you know, they'll do blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, someone will win MVP. Can we take a moment to acknowledge that NFL fans have extremely long memories? Like, there are people still salty about things that happened forever ago it like doesn't even matter anymore like the miraculous reception or like you know all the wide variety of rules that have been put in like people are still mad about whether the cowboys caught that pass or not 
that literally happened like how long ago like and that pales in comparison to this so if people cannot forget about one reception that changed a rule in nfl history you better bet that winning a super bowl or an mvp or a playoff game or whatever is not going to prevent people from remembering what has happened with Deshaun. And let me just put it out there. Like, I am anti-cancel culture. Like, I hate that. I think that everyone is imperfect and that everyone makes mistakes and that everyone deserves a chance at at redemption. But let's be honest, not everyone believes that. And people are going to be nasty because that's just the nature of sports fans a lot of sports fans are just nasty across all sports all countries across the world like it's just how it is so i i do not buy into the oh he'll play well and people will forget like the browns fans might forget but you better believe that the rest of the nfl and their fans they're not going to forget so it's definitely going to be an interesting, interesting season to be on the Browns. And you know that if Deshaun comes back and he is just terrible, that the Browns are never going to live it down, ever. Yeah, I agree with that. If they win, people will just kind of be neutral, maybe like not neutral, but like you said, they won't forget. I mean, look at Roethlisberger. He had allegations against him. He's had plenty of NFL success. People still haven't forgotten what he's I done. I mean, look at um, not Nick Chubb, but well, his what he was backup. accused of. I guess I don't know. But... Who's his backup? It's uh, escaping my mind currently. For who um, again? For Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kareem Hunt has like, footage of what he did. Like, dude, like people have not forgotten about that. Like, I just. Like I said, I don't advocate for like always holding people's wrongdoings against them. That's just not something I personally subscribe to. But to be honest, a lot of people don't subscribe to that. And a lot of people will hold it against him no matter what he does. So, you know, you're right, Chris. Like this is going to seriously test the the mental fortitude of really everyone involved in the Browns organization. From the player level to the coach level to the front office level to the interns that work there, like you know that it's just going to be rough. And if they come out and they are bad, <laughs> they're never going to live it down. After all the draft capital that they spent for Deshaun, if he comes out and he is terrible, it's literally that move in itself could have pushed back I mean, realistically, it has pushed back the Browns for like 10 years when it comes to like having high draft picks and being able to pick people. Like, I know he didn't go for as much as people thought that he was going to when he got traded there. But if he doesn't work out, the Browns have screwed themselves for years. And it's going to be a monumental hole to call out of because you have a lot of really talented players on that roster that can compete for a playoff spot maybe for a super bowl and you know that if they're just bad like those players aren't going to want to stay they're going to want to go somewhere where they can win so it's just going to be a downward spiral effect if they're just not good and to be honest that's like the most browns thing ever 
Well, there you have it, folks. So a little bit of our take of what's going on. Be a very interesting first game of the season for both the Browns and the Panthers. But let's move on to the next subject here we've got. So the 49ers have had a little bit of a QB issue, as we've talked about before, and as a lot of people have talked about. They're allowing Jimmy Garoppolo to search for a trade, but also they haven't traded him yet, and the season starts in, like, two weeks, actually. So, um, yeah, not a good look for the 49ers, not going to lie. Um, so I guess the question here is, do you think, Chelsea, that they're planning on starting Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, if I can say one thing, it's like they have not tried to trade. I mean, maybe they've tried, but no one's taken him. And I mean, he is their proven veteran, but also... Trey Lance has, was their top five pick not long ago, and he's really had barely any NFL time. So are they going to go with Trey? Some people think they're crazy for going with Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm of the opinion that Garoppolo had chances in the playoffs and didn't look that good. He was, he was ca- kind of carried by everything else, and I mean, he did enough to get by, but he was not going to come out there and win them the Super Bowl. And he didn't. So I'm not a hater. I'm just saying that's what happened. And so I don't know. Chelsea, what do you think? Do you think they're trying to start Garoppolo? Like what? what's going on here? No way. If that franchise starts Jimmy Garoppolo, they are crazy. Like the dude has shown that he can be really clutch. And... Beyond that, I would say that he is an average quarterback at this point, maybe slightly above average, maybe. But generally speaking, I would say average at best. I mean, he's getting older. He is on a team with a young player who's been getting a lot of snaps in preseason. I don't think they would be giving Trey Lance the touches that he's getting if he was just going to ride the bench all year. I mean, personally, I'm of the opinion that I think the 49ers have really screwed this up. Like, they should have traded Jimmy by now. And the fact that they didn't means that teams know that they're waiting for a higher offer and teams aren't willing to bite. Because, yeah, Jimmy G is a reliable starter in the league, but he's not going to get you anywhere unless he's on a team that is surrounded by other talent like the 49ers were. With Debo and Ayuk and that defense and the O-line. Like, if he has the tools, like, yeah, he can be not that bad. But, I mean, he's not going to carry a team to the playoffs by himself. He's never been that guy. He just hasn't. And he's never going to carry a team to a Super Bowl, especially at this point in his career. So the 49ers have just really colossally screwed this up. They had their chance to do it. When the quarterback market was ripe, when the Panthers didn't have a guy, could have traded him there. I mean, the Seahawks are still available. I mean, I know they don't want to trade within their division or their conference, which makes sense. But they just, I just really feel like they just missed their opportunity to get the most out of him as possible. Like the 49ers, if they're expecting like a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not going to happen. Like even the most desperate teams are not going to give a first for Jimmy Garoppolo. It's just not reasonable. Like, he's just not worth that at this point. 
I mean, I think that the most likely scenario for Jim Garoppolo at this point is that he gets traded to the Jets to start while Zach Wilson is recovering from his knee injury. But even still, they have Joe Flacco. So what's the difference? I mean, they're both veterans who are backups at this point in their career, basically, if they go to good teams or teams that already have quarterbacks. Like, at this point, the 49ers just have to take what they can get for Jimmy Garoppolo. And at this point, that might be a fifth-round pick. Like, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is worth more than that. But they've just killed his trade value for waiting as long as they did. They should have traded when there were teams with obvious quarterback problems. Washington didn't have Carson Wentz, could have traded him there. The Panthers didn't have Baker Mayfield, could have traded him there. I mean, there was multiple teams that would have taken him willingly for probably at least a mid-round pick. But at this point, people know that their asking price is too high and they're not willing to bite, which means they're going to have to lower that asking price means they're not going to get what they want for him. So really, if they can get a mid-round pick for him at this point, that's a win. Like, I personally am, am of the opinion that I don't think they were ever going to get a first for Jimmy. Like, I just don't think that was going to happen. I think they maybe could have gotten, like, a rotational starter, maybe, from a bad team. But, like, they weren't going to get top-tier talent or draft picks for Jimmy. It just wasn't going to happen. So they just, and you can't just keep him, right? Because the dude wants to start and he's a veteran. And if you let him ride the bench, you're just going to make him angry. And it's going to make your leadership look bad for keeping him when he wants to go somewhere and finish his career out. So not only does it make you look bad, it makes Jimmy Garoppolo angry. And honestly, it probably hurts Trey Lance's confidence Because he's probably thinking, hey, if you are all in on me, why is Jimmy Garoppolo still here? Not that I don't like him as a person, but, you know, if you want me to be the starter, why is the guy I'm taking over for still here? Like, it just doesn't make sense. At this point, it's just going to be interesting to see where Jimmy ends up going. And at this point, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't go anywhere. Like, I don't think that Trey Lance is going to start and be horrible. Like, he's pretty obviously shown, you know, I know it's preseason and camp and, you know, you don't take all of that super seriously, but I feel like he's shown enough to be like, okay, like, this dude can start. Like, he has the tools. You know, he might not be perfect at the beginning because, you know, it's his first time ever playing regular season games, but he's better than a lot of other people, so why not? I mean, you you don't want to waste a top five pick on someone and then not ever start him i mean look at the packers for example they take jordan love jordan love's been riding the bench for years at this point because aaron Rodgers said oh you want to do me like that okay let me win two mvps real quick and then he did so like jordan love's career as a packer to be quite honest it's probably never gonna happen (laughs) at this point i mean who knows how much longer aaron Rodgers is gonna be in green bay I mean, the dude could realistically play at a high level for another three to five years. And by that point, I mean, (laughs) poor dude's going to be like, what, in his mid-20s? Late 20s? So it's like at that point, it's like you're basically just a perennial backup. You do not want that to happen with Trey Lance. He is too good for that to happen. They just got to ship Jimmy G off somewhere because 
he's good enough to start on a bad team, so why not just give him the opportunity to finish it out? Like, honestly, it would not surprise me if he went to the Browns if, like, Jacoby Brissett was just average and the Browns were like, you know what could make this not better but a lot worse and a lot more dramatic? Let's bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. It wouldn't surprise me. That would be so Browns. But I just, like, I feel for Jimmy because he wants to start, but they won't trade him, right? I feel for Trey because he wants to start, but they haven't gotten rid of Jimmy. So it's like, just, just do something. Like, everyone is literally waiting for you to do something, and you're just sitting there refusing. Like, this is just ridiculous. Just do something. I mean, I guess we'll see if they actually do want to start him. I mean, that's what I'm thinking at this point is they might. I think Trey Lance will still be the starter. But if Trey is like not playing well for a couple games, you better bet he's going to be on a short leash. Like you better bet that Jimmy Garoppolo is coming in. But I don't it's like know. The question is, should he be on a short leash? Like, how is he going to learn if they just pull him every time he makes a mistake? Like that doesn't solve anything. True. That's true. I guess we'll see. I mean, they're seeing more of him than we are in practice. So, um, I guess we'll see. I'll, although I've learned I don't care about what happens in practice anymore. It's good for the players. Obviously, that's where they train, get better, make mistakes, all of that. But I'm going to be honest. I've heard so much hype about practice. I don't care anymore. I literally only care about how they do in game at this point. So note to any fan, if you hear, wow, this player looks great in practice, it means nothing. It's practice. Um, anyways, I guess we're just going to see what that means. Maybe I've just become a cold fan. But I don't know. I think that's fair. Cold-hearted. I mean, look, it's great for the players, but as far as a fan, it doesn't matter to me unless they win football games. But um, you don't care about winning preseason football games. You're right. My bad. They should have a Super Bowl for it. Honestly, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I I am interested to see what, what's going on with the 49ers. I do think they've tried to trade Jimmy. I do think they're asking prices too high because of his contract and you know maybe what teams are willing to give up, and that's the problem. I mean, literally, if the 49ers are going to do this, they're going to have to bite the bullet on the contract, in my opinion. I mean, look what the Colts did with Carson Wentz. Our general manager somehow convinced Washington to eat basically his whole contract. How he did that is really beyond me. I'm still, I'm still baffled at this point. That's fair. I just, I'm still like, how did he do that? Like, I, I just don't. The forty, like you're saying, the 49ers, they're just gonna have to take it. They're gonna have to eat it and get over it because that's one of the primary things that's preventing him from getting traded. That's what happens when you sign someone who doesn't deserve that big of a contract to a contract and then you realize oh actually he doesn't deserve this much money oh now we've screwed ourselves and it's the future and we're just now realizing it so really you should have you know thought better like multiple years ago dang this is just a slaughter of garoppolo by chelsea today i'm sure he's a very nice person but i'm just saying like from an unbiased perspective like why i just it doesn't make sense to me i just well, there you go. There you have it. Well, moving on from that, let's go on to our last topic of today. We got Kenny Pickett versus Mitchell Trubisky. A little bit of a QB battle here. Pickett has looked pretty dang good so far in preseason. You know that's making Steelers fan. They're over here like we're going to the Super Bowl. This is it. This is our guy. Next Ben Roethlisberger. And I mean, he might be, but... um, That's not saying too much. 
by saying that the next Hall of Fame quarterback, what? Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Hold on now a second. Ben Roethlisberger is definitely a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, he's going to go. If Ben's going to go, so is Eli. Be- Are we really about to start a debate on whether no, Ben... No, or- we're not. I was, speaking, like, please. I-, I was like... Wait, now I have to know, like legit, without going into a debate, do you actually think that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, I think that the dude was above average, and I think he had a really good career, but like... Oh my gosh. Did he win that many Super Bowls? Two. Did he win that many MVPs? I want to say he won at least one. I just, I don't know, I feel like there are better guys you can put in the, the Hall of Fame than Ben Roethlisberger. That's my personal opinion, because if you're going to put Ben in, I feel like you got to put Eli in, and a lot of people think that Eli shouldn't be in. So, you know, we'll see. And then, if you put Eli in, do you have to put Philip Rivers in? I mean... That's crazy. I've never heard that argument. But, but anyways, this is not what it's about today. Moving on. Um, I think... So with this whole Trubisky versus Pickett thing, I think according to rumors, um, Trubisky is going to be the starter. I'm not really surprised by that. It's pretty rare. I think that first round quarterbacks start their first game. I mean, when they, it does happen, I guess. Like, I mean, you had the Jets with Zach Wilson and stuff, but I, I feel like that doesn't normally go that well overall. I mean, and you got the Bears with Justin Fields. I guess there is like a decent sample size of that happening. But I think that Trubisky will probably start. And I think that's not a terrible thing to do. You brought Trubisky in. He is a veteran quarterback presence. Is he that good? I don't know. I do think, though, if Trubisky struggles for the first half of the season, I think by middle of the season, it's time to put it's time to put Pickett in. I mean, like, you don't really want to waste your season and you don't want to just, you know, I don't know. I, I you want to see what Pickett's got. You used a first round pick on him, so like, see what he's got, right? And so far in the preseason, he's shown you that he can be a very good player, at least in the preseason. It's not an actual game yet, so it doesn't really matter. But it's always a little bit of a plus to see those guys doing well. So I don't know. I think Trubisky will be the starter personally. He's rumored to be right now with sources in Pittsburgh, from what I've been reading. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, what do you think about this? No, I mean, I think that Pickett will start inevitably. I don't think that he'll start at the beginning of the year um, because teams just don't tend to do that. They don't tend to start rookies right out of the gate. Um, I don't think that Trubisky is as bad as people paint him out to be at this point in his in his career. But yeah, I mean, I don't think you take Pickett in the first round to not at least start him a little bit. So he might not, you know, end up being the starter for the team this year, but I think that he will start some games at minimum. I mean, you better believe if Mitch Trubisky gets hurt, like they're going to throw Pickett in there. Like it's just how it is. So, yeah, I agree with that. I, think I mean, that, he was yeah. the only quarterback taken in the first round for a reason. And True. he went to Pitt. He's playing in Pittsburgh. I mean, it's just like a love story, right? Between the Steelers and Kenny Pickett. Like it was just mm-hmm. meant to be. So I'd be surprised if he didn't end up starting eventually. Yeah. 
It, it's so crazy. Isn't it crazy at the fact that, uh, that when that whole news story about his hand size dropped, suddenly his hate just increased heavily. And I'm, I swear he dropped in, you know, where he was going to be picked at. Honestly, all the quarterbacks kind of dropped weirdly, didn't they? Like we didn't really see, we didn't see a quarterback till him. And he was like the last of the first round, basically. Then Malik Willis, you know, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, all of them didn't get picked till later. It's just crazy, isn't it? Like normally quarterbacks, like they, like teams are like thirsty for quarterbacks. You know, they're always like picking them top 10 or top 15 somewhere on there. But it was literally just pick it in the first round. And I'm like, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was a weak quarterback class, but I don't think anyone Allegedly. thought the draft. Yeah. I don't think anyone the draft anyone thought that the draft was going to go the way it was. Like who knew that Malik Willis was going to drop to the fourth round? That was crazy. In the fourth round, if he was there for the Colts, I would have considered taking him. I don't even need him right now, but I would have considered it. Like the fact that he dropped out that, that far is just crazy. Side note, wouldn't surprise me if he ended up stealing the job from Tannehill in Tennessee this year. Agreed. I like be I think like I think he's raw. And I don't think he's ready at this point to start. But halfway through the year, I think that there's a pretty solid shot, especially if Tannehill is looking mediocre. Dang. Well, I mean, honestly, that doesn't really surprise me because, I mean, Tannehill at times can be really good. But, yeah, I think if Malik Willis can prove to be a more consistent quarterback that's got a little bit more, you know, can move around in the pocket better or just, I don't know if he's just the better quarterback, they should start him. But you know, kind of how the NFL is with these veterans versus rookies. Sometimes they can be a little bit stickler with starting rookies or putting them in over veterans, which I mean, I guess it was Conlon running the team. Conlon would start all rookies. (laughs) There would be no veterans. Rookie quarterback never played was a tight end in college is a quarterback. Now start him. My man would have a whole team of college freshmen if he could, I swear. Yep. And he'd never punt, ever. That's right. Much love Punting to the man, Punting is for though. the weak. Look, much love to the man, though. Anyways. Um, much love, much love. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think this, I think it makes sense that Trubisky's probably going to be the starter here. But. Don't be surprised if midway to slash to the end of the season or maybe Trubisky nicks his knee or something is looking a little bit wobbly. And then coach says, all right, we're bringing in Kenny. And don't be surprised if you see that. And honestly, I won't be surprised if he does well. It would be actually pretty cool to see him do well, especially after all the hate he got about his hand size. Because, yes, because like just physical features makes a good quarterback in the NFL. It's not like Drew Brees was too short or something, or like you know, Tom. Brady. I can relate to being short. Whoa. So, shout out to Drew Brees. I mean, Purdue literally, guy. go Boilers. I mean, so I, yeah, I guess we'll just see what happens. But yeah, that's pretty much all the topics we got for today. Any closing words from you today, Chelsea? Um, I will say that I was comparing the stats of Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger definitely has better stats than Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Eli Manning makes it. I also don't think that Ben Roethlisberger should make it. Oh but if one gosh. of them is going to make it, it would be Ben Roethlisberger. 
Like, oh I'll say goodness. that. He just never struck me as phenomenal. Like, only the greatest should make it. I We're about to get hit by, like, I don't know, like a drone attack from Russian like, or from Tom Russian Brady Pittsburgh the, fans. Same Tom thing. Tom Brady is the greatest. He should go to the Hall of Fame. It's for the greatest. It's the Hall of Fame. The Hall of the Greatest, not the Hall of, well, some of the country thinks I should make it and some of it thinks I shouldn't. So I guess I'll make it. I just like, trust me, the dude tormented me as a Colts fan for my whole childhood. I'm not saying he was a bad quarterback. I'm just saying he never struck me as phenomenal. He wasn't Peyton or or Brady or I just or Breeze. I mean, he just he was just Ben Roethlisberger and he was good. But like, I don't know. He just never struck me as phenomenal. That's just personal opinion. He can make the Steelers Hall of Fame. That'll be good. He deserves to be in the Steelers. Dang, that's just harsh. This is like, oh my gosh. So feel free to tell us why we're wrong in everything we just said down in the comments And Chris below. is like, don't tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why Chelsea is yes, wrong. Yes, tell everyone why I Chelsea is wrong. I didn't never agreed to this. The only thing I messed up on was I thought he won an MVP. He didn't. But that does not mean that he's not Hall of Fame worthy. Anyways. I mean, um, you so can feel be free worthy to... and not make it though. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to say. Look, Okay, the, then why I, do you think I'm, he should make it? Look, I mean, the man has proven time and time again he's been clutch. He won, fun fact, in his first 150 games, he won 100 of them. I mean, he's only the fourth quarterback to ever do that. He's been consistently great, or like, you know, at least like you said, above average to great. Consistently like, above average, you say. I, I would argue he has been a very good quarterback, especially in the time, probably, you know, like the 2010s um, and before that. I mean, look. Oh, at the yeah, times. that was that was by far the best part of his career. I no, think no doubt he led. I mean, he was clutch. He could run over people. He could take hits because he's a big guy. I am not a Ben Roethlisberger simp. I'm really not. 2018 was his best year. He was 34 touchdowns, five picks or 16 picks. So like Which, I, am... I mean, even still, that's one to two. I mean, look, I'm just saying. That's I looked I at the wrong saying. stat. It it wasn't his best year, but he threw a lot of touchdowns that year. Mm -hmm. That was his highest touchdown year. So that's good. good I job. am I am not even like a Steelers fan by like any shape, way, shape, or form. But like, he deserves to be there. But he like... has been consistently great. He has gotten it done in the clutch. He led one of the most, he had one of the most clutch plays in Super Bowl history. I mean, I know a lot of it was his receiver, but who threw the pass? Who got them down the field? I mean, plays like that are what get you in the Super Bowl. Not saying Eli Manning should get there because of one play. I am not saying that. There Sounds is a big like difference between these two. I am there. not contradicting myself here. Look, okay. Anyways, this is turning into a whole segment. We need to save this for another time. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Um, oh, please gosh. be nice to Chelsea. You, I'm scared. You see, like what I say. See, I have the fans on my side now. <laughs> I mean, I just. Yeah, I'm a little scared, but it's OK. No, they'll be fine. Don't worry, Chelsea. Let, you, let, you me, know what you, let me know what you think, though. I mean, I have heard the argument mm -hmm. that if Ben makes a Hall of Fame, so does Eli and vice versa. And if you look at their stats, like. 
feel like the stats of one are better than the stats of the other. And that's no hate to Eli Manning. I literally love the Manning family. I just, I mean, if it makes Steelers fans feel better, I feel like Eli Manning deserves to make the Hall of Fame less than Ben Roethlisberger. So if I was going to pick, I'd pick Ben Roethlisberger. But then people are like, well, what about Philip Rivers? It's like, Philip Rivers was great in the regular season. He played for the Colts. He was cool. He was Uncle Phil. I enjoyed his year with us. It was cool, but like, I just, I'm shrugging my shoulder. My singular shoulder is being shrugged right now. We have just went out and tried to offend every like fandom of these quarterbacks, and I love it. I, I mean, didn't I didn't say anything about Tom Brady. I said he was the best. So if Patriots True. fans come at me. That's rude because I said he was the best, and I don't even like him. There you go. Anyways, I think that's all we got for today. So thank you guys for joining us. Chelsea, can you lead us in our outro and let's get out of here before we offend anyone else? Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. My name is Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next week. See ya. Unless the Steelers fans get to me before then. True. Please send help. Later.